louder. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's Rants After Dark with your host, Brandon A. Lane. Welcome again to another episode of Rants After Dark. I'm your host, Brandon A. Lane, and joining me tonight is sometimes drunk, always fat, Fat Tony! I'm here. I've got a good buzz to watch the shit movie. It's it's not one of the good ones. I don't get to do the After Darks for the good ones. <laughs> you know, Leprechaun in Space being the greatest ones, but I'm ready to talk some shit on this travesty. Well, to- tonight we're going to continue our March tradition of drinking to excess and watching a St. Patrick's theme slasher. Uh, listen, they, they can't all be winners, but let's just be happy that we're not watching Leprechaun Origins. Believe it or not, it can get worse. Yeah. So tonight we're going to watch 1994's Leprechaun 2. We invite all of you out there in the Rant Army to pop in your DVD, Blu-ray, VHS, Laserdisc, or digital copy and pause the movie right at the moment before the Trimark logo is going to appear on the screen. Then we're going to do a countdown, and when we say hit play, what are you going to do? Hit play. Exactly, it's that simple. Just remember, you don't have to watch the movie with us. You get to watch the movie with us. Exactly. But so, this time, I'm sorry. This, <laughs> yeah. this Hopefully our... Commentary will make yeah, this a more we'll trash talking enough. You'll enjoy it. A more enjoyable treat than it would be under normal circumstances. All right. In three, two, one, play. All right. Leprechaun 2 was released April 8th, 1994. Now, one would think if you're going to release a St. Patrick themed uh, movie, you'd release it in March. So, my first question to you why would you not release this movie in March? Because Trimark was stupid and just had a, re- a release window of, okay, here's when we put it out. And honestly, has anybody ever been hanging around on a St. Patrick's Day and been like, let's watch this horror movie? No, St. Patrick's Day is for drinking. The way God intended. Listen, I think there is a there's an even compromise you can have. Watch a Leprechaun movie, drink to excess, uh, you know, fuck over a pile of gold, like if that's your thing. Eat some cabbage. (laughs) Well, I mean, sure. Uh, Filthy Irish people. Bo- boiled cabbage. Uh, it uh, it uh, <laughs> it not only makes it taste worse, it also takes all the the nutrients out of it. Because if you're if you're eating green foliage, the benefits of it are ruined when you cook it. You know, I I, I sadly I have enough Irish and Scottish in me. I love boiled cabbage. Ugh. Salt, pepper. One one would think that you would have gotten fat over other uh, endeavors. Oh, no, no. That's a vegetable, so I only eat it sparingly as a treat. Normally, you know, it's all bacon fat smoothies and, you know, uh, cups of lard for me. But, you know, every now and then I need some roughage to get the block. Okay, real quickly, I got to talk. We're already off the bat. Leprechaun looks like shit right there in this shot. Like, just like the weird... 
They like, they brightened him up for the sequel. Like his skin tone's a little darker in the first. It's funny that you say that because they did in his features, but in his clothes they have toned the the colors down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's make every bad decision. <laughs> they've they've uh, inverted Although, him. I do like him just smacking dude around and go like. War- I'll talk a lot of shit on this movie, but Warwick Davis always seems like he's having fun when he's playing the Leprechaun. So at least he had fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to sing the praises of Warwick as we continue on. I have a rundown of the movies that were in theaters uh, of March of 1994, so I think this might be our answer as to why Leprechaun didn't end up in March. Okay. So we have Naked Gun, 33 and a third. The only bad one, but it still had a couple. It has its moments, but it's the least of the Naked Gun trilogy. Understandably, Lightning Jack, the uh, not quite Crocodile Dundee, but might as well be Crocodile Dundee movie. Tom, uh, is that Paul Hogan? Oh, Paul Hogan. Oh, Lightning Jack. I'm thinking of Quigley Down Under. What the fuck? Oh, no, Quigley Down Under is good. That's a great, good, yeah. Eight seconds, the uh, 90210 guy. (laughs) Yeah, my sister. We didn't go see it in theaters, but when it came out on video, like we had to rent it that day. It is such... I mean, he dies at the end, so ha-ha. He also died in real life. Luke Perry's dead? Yeah, he died like last year, year before. Suck it, Luke Perry. (laughs) I have no... I mean, I'm sorry somebody really died, but you know, Uh, I'm not going to pretend to care about that celebrity death. Oddly enough, his son has become a professional wrestler. He wrestles under the moniker Jungle Jungle Boy. So he'll probably die young, too, because fucking poor professional wrestlers don't have a good track record with making it old. Especially when they have daddy issues. Yeah. And if my dad was on 90210, I'd probably kill myself, too. I mean, he's, he's had to have, you know, gotten his dick wet a couple times just because that. He was the bad boy on 90210. Yeah, he's t- I really didn't know he died. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's legit dead. Uh, the Ref... You ever see that movie? Is that the Dennis Leary movie? It is Dennis Leary movie. Yeah, I saw it on video. I didn't like it. One of my personal favorite uh, films I used to watch on Cinemax and Showtime that was uh, masturbation fodder, The Chase. Oh, yeah. the No, The Chase. I thought you were talking about the ref being one no, of no, the No, 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 no. The Chase. Um, fuck, what's the blonde in that movie? God, it's so, it's a dumb. She, I think the she was on Blake. No, that's not. Was she that. on Blake Baywatch? Or uh, yeah. she she was one of the, she was one of the uh, she was some blonde skank that got her dicks hurt. I'm just playing it horrible. And, and um, yeah, and God bless her for yeah. it. Yeah, um, keep up the good work there. Speaking of blonde skanks, <laughs> blonde skanks. <laughs> uh, th- this is a horrible fake beard. I'm sorry. Like, look at that shit. I thought you were. I thought you were talking about the leprechaun. It's like this. Is this dude ha- as, as he's using the leprechaun as his beard? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, also, uh, in theaters, we have Monkey Trouble. Um, you know, I don't remember that at all. As a kid's movie where, uh, ah, crap. The the girl from American, uh, fuck, what's the... American Pie? American Beauty? American Beauty. Thora uh, Birch? Thora Birch. Birch could get it. Well, she was a child during this movie, so... I was her age. She's my age. I can say that. If, I, if, I, if I'd have known she was in it then... Well, you could have gotten in the monkey business back in 1994. My hand would have gotten into some uh, monkey business. One one movie that I think we can both agree is a pretty good movie, Hudsucker Proxy. Hell yeah. And then uh, a juggernaut at the box office. We have four weddings and a funeral. Uh, so based off of those movies, does that sort of answer the question uh, why yeah. they didn't release it? Uh, they're, they're, they're especially for what? Fucking hell, sorry. Just scream into the title, shot Leprechaun 2. It's just... 
But no, yeah, four weddings and a funeral. Like again, that's another video. I didn't go see it at the theater. My my parents did. We saw it because they had to rent it day one. It was so good. They had to rent it on video. The day it came out, I'm like, eh. But then they killed the one cool guy in the movie. I don't even know who. Like, I know there's an old guy. He dies. That's the funeral they go to. Oh, that sounds sounds awful. Perry. (laughs) It's horrible. Now, even though it wasn't released in March, oddly enough, (sighs) Leprechaun 2 is the only film in the entire Leprechaun series that is actually set on St. Patrick's Day. So it's got that going for it, I guess. It's got that. Like, like this is... In concept, the ideas of things they do in this movie could have worked. They're just executed so poorly and blandly and so obviously cheaply. I would say there's a, a... an earlier draft of this script with a lot cooler shit. And they're like, no, well you were giving you this amount of money. Knock some shit off. Uh, shout out to Gabe Bartolos who does the effects in this movie. Uh, he, he was actually one of the guys that worked on uh, quite a few of the films in the series. So there's a, a nice consistency for the most part in what you're getting in terms of visuals in the yeah. special effects arena, uh, limited budget, probably, handcuffing him a bit oh, but absolutely you can tell like because they, they put all their eggs in one basket in this movie and it's obvious when we get to it oh, and those eggs are pretty nice it is pretty like i said you know we did a victim's thing it'd be the only one that's a 10 out of 10 even that nine out of 10 i'm sorry there's so, still some of the acting choices in it oh the the, the acting is not good in this no, movie with not. with one exception and we'll, we'll get to him uh what do you think the budget for this movie was a million dollars. Two million dollars. Two. Okay, well. You have to think, this movie was released in theaters. It was? I, it this was. was a direct-to-video? No. Uh, from part three on, they started going direct-to-video. And part, ironically, three's awesome, and four is, you know, suck it Orson Welles <laughs> and fuck your Rosebud and uh, Citizen Kane, because Leprechaun in Space is the true goat. We are big fans of... Brian the Smith, yes, who directed three and four, and uh, Rodman I'd sleep with one of my stepdaughters. <laughs> hey, it's it's on the table. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Do you want me to DM him? <laughs> hey, hey, do you want to get your dick wet? Only the two legal ones. You can't have the underage. She's in the girls. Sorry. I, he's he's getting up there in years. But if but if he survives by hey, the time that's why, that's why God made Viagra. By the way, <laughs> uh, we we have. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't need it. <laughs> he's virile. He just say he remembers I directed Leprechaun in Space, and it's like fucking titanium. Hey, it's a uh, it's Clint Howard, Clint Howard, and we have Lucy from Twin Peaks. Uh, I which can't is, remember her name, but yeah, she I love her voice. She's basically the same character in everything she's ever been in. The naive girl with a uh, high pitched voice. I've always wanted to hear her talk dirty. Oh my god! I wonder like filthy, dirty. I wonder how much money it would take to get her to to say just like really, really fucked up, depraved things that does only <laughs> only exist on the dark web. <laughs> Call That's me. Fine. We need to start an Indiegogo fund. I I need you to call me Agent Cooper <laughs> while you're putting things in your orifices. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this movie opening weekend made six. Hundred and seventy-two thousand seven hundred and seventy-five dollars. Um, a great weekend. Yeah, um, and its total box office two million two hundred sixty thousand six hundred and twenty-two dollars. So with advertising, it probably lost money. It did, but here's the thing: 
Leprechaun 2 absolutely failed at the theater, but it was a enormous hit on VHS. Now, obviously, the series would be incredibly profitable going straight to video going forward, but it does make you wonder and sort of ask the question, why some things work out the way that they do? What is it about movies like Leprechaun 2 that make them successful on video but not in theaters? I actually have the perfect answer. I don't want to pay movie theater prices for B-movie quality when I can pay, like, back in the day, it was either you find places that rented movies for a dollar or two to two seventeen after tax here in Tennessee. That's a fine price to pay for four or five people. You take four or five people to see this, you know, you were spending 20 bucks and popcorn. It's too damn much for this quality of a movie in theater, but home video, fuck yeah, it's well worth two seventeen. dollars Now, we're, we're both big fans of Leprechaun 3. I think, Hell yes. I think Leprechaun 3 is a, a genuinely entertaining movie, and it did really well because it went straight to video. Is there a circumstance where... Maybe if it had been part two, the plot for it had been part two, where we would have gotten more sequels in theaters. But again, I don't think the first one had enough traction. I think this is, I've always referred to Leprechaun as like top of the B tier. And I think, you know, home videos where it's at, like this, Puppet Master, those things that are made, you know, Puppet Master made for home video. But like, yeah. I mean, the the first first one was in theaters. I thought it was direct. I just no. watched the. I just watched In Search of Darkness. They said it was a direct to video movie. Uh, they the it series, might have had a limited release, but, but it, it was made to go. But the first one was in theaters. I know for a fact it was, and they they had the distribution deal with Paramount, so they they made the decision like it would be easier just basically direct straight to consumer. Okay. But the first one was in theaters. Well, I'm sorry. The people we're talking about were talking about how made for video. I'm anyway. I always thought it was in theaters the first one. That's why I, the only reason I spoke. Don't hit me. Ow! Ow! <laughs> he, I talk back to him. He hits me. But uh, no, like certain movies, even if I pay movie theater prices, and again, it's hard for me to remember, like back in the day, I didn't pay from sixth grade or seventh grade through high school, a couple years after high school, I did not pay for movies unless there were like midnight showings of like big, like Phantom Menace or something that I got to talk mad shit on. During the movie. Well, similarly, I had a cousin who worked at our local movie theater, so I also got in to see a lot of movies for free. But as much as I I love the fact that you had all these, because this is back when they still shot movies on film, even though they were going direct to video, but as much fun as I had renting these things and watching them with my friends on a weekend, I don't know. I just, I really love the theater experience. And uh, we actually just talked about this before we were recorded. I just got to see Skinamarink and it's a polarizing movie and it's not for everybody, but that got a theatrical release. Yeah, it really did pretty well. It, it will. I mean, comparative to its budget, yeah. how, how could it have not made money? And then we just had uh, Terrifier 2 came oh, out. Oh, yeah. It's and, fucking... and, and it was like, you know, made like a thousand times its I budget. I really just got put in my place because that would be a p- movie that like I kind of I'm talking about. But I got to go see it in theaters and it was fucking amazing. And it was amazing watching people walk. I had about three in my showing that just left. And like part of the face was cut off and like an eyeball sliding. Like they're like, we're out. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn on it. I, I think that smaller independent theaters are places yeah. where maybe stuff like, like this central cinema, this would be really cool at or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. Don't get me wrong. Central cinema. Don't show leprechaun. Two. No, not two. 
<laughs> do three and four. We're arguing against ourselves <laughs> yes. in, the, in this. But in all sincerity, like I, I think that under maybe different circumstances, if if we'd had more independent theaters, yeah. Leprechaun Two could have made more money than it did. You know, playing in theaters longer, but yeah. small, a lesser amount of theaters. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I held Terrifier Two managed to make like I don't know twenty twenty five million. I know the last time I checked, it was at fifteen million, the, and it was not widely released. You had to look for it. Oh, let me answer this. Ask you this question now. This was 1994. This We're in 2023 now. Social media uh, and just these groundswell campaigns are just people online giving movies a boost. Yeah. You know, just by sheer volume of talking about them. If Leprechaun 2 had been released this year, coming off of a fairly successful first movie... Would the social media train... And social media is built to help small independent movies, like Skinamarink, you know, making millions at the, at like, you know, art house cinemas and stuff, because everybody's like, oh my God, it's so weird, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Terrifier, yeah, social media would have helped these movies greatly. Back then, all you had, though, was like Fangoria, Gorezone, and magazines that were real niche. To get the word yeah, out. and 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 basically, the people who are going to see these movies already are the people who are reading them. Yeah, it's not gonna, and nobody is gonna buy a Fangoria, you know, just to dip their toe in the water of horror. <laughs> They're like, I need to masturbate to all the gore pictures. Women won't date me. By the by the deodorant. by the way, there's in the, they're in the bathroom right here. It says Andy Kaufman lives on the uh, the stall wall. Yeah. Uh, there was that uh, purveying idea that Andy Kaufman had faked his death as like the ultimate con. I mean, if anybody on earth was ever going to do it, Andy Kaufman. I mean, I know, I believe he's dead. But, uh, I mean, if anybody was going to do it, it would have been him. I've, I I like to think that he's he's on some beach right now with laughing Tupac at Shakur. up. With, yeah, with, with Tupac <laughs> and, uh, and maybe Sam Kennison. And, and and they're uh, they're laughing it up because they pulled the greatest con on no, the world. Sam Kennison is definitely dead because he read that cursed Eskimo script that like killed him. And oh John my Kennedy god! And, yes, and Chris Farley, god. Inuit, but they called it Eskimo in the movie. So I'm gonna drink a half shot to Sam Kennison. I'm not getting drunk, drunk because we got more fun stuff to record after this. It'll already be out by the time this comes out, but I still won't talk about it yet. Now. When when did you first see Leprechaun 2? I'm assuming it wasn't on video for day one. It came out on video because of like new release horror movies. I'd like the first one. Jennifer Aniston, super fucking hot. You know, so I'm like this one. And I, at the time, I didn't hate it. I was like, I'm a natural optimist. If I hate a movie, I have to hate Like It has to be Blues Brothers 2000 before I hate it immediately. <laughs> That's pretty That's bad. That's the only movie I've ever left in my life. But there's other movies like... Okay, when I saw Halloween Kills, is that the new one? A Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends. I kind of liked it. Now, the more I thought about it, the, like the, the the more gaping problems it has and the shines off of it, I still don't hate it, hate it. And I still don't hate it all, Halloween Kills. Oh, I didn't pay to go see it in the, if I pay to go see I, it in the theaters. I hate Halloween I kind of like how bad it went at the end. Like, he just becomes a fucking Terminator. Anyway, we're not here to talk about But no, like... So I probably liked this just fine. You, there was so much crap pumped out on video in the 80s that 
fine was like the standard and like it had to like really kick up next level to like oh shit that's great you'd find your diamonds in the rough but usually it's just the rough as this is i saw Uh, this if not the first weekend then definitely within like a couple weeks on vhs okay yeah and when i saw the first one uh, I was at my aunt's house. My aunt and uncle rented it. Like, like, oh, they, no, rented. They, they rented it. And and I I remember it being probably the first time of my childhood or relative childhood that I was like unfazed by a horror movie. And even though like I did like it, um, it didn't really stick with me. But when the sequel came out, I mean, I'm kind of entering into that phase of my life, like, oh, well, they made a part two. Yeah, you know, let's get, got to check it out. And until probably a year ago, I don't know that I had seen this movie maybe more than twice. That's and probably me, yeah. I, I watched this. Uh, shout out to Trevor, a guy I work with at work. It was really slow. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's let's watch Leprechaun 2. And this has Why'd been... do that to him? I, That's was, Workman's Comp claim. <laughs> you're probably right. But I was bored, and uh, we, it was a slow day. So I'm like, let's watch it, because I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I was like, wow, this movie sucks. Coming off of the first movie, you would think that they would have... Uh, taken it into a different direction but for whatever reason this is this is what we ended up with and we'll talk about the writing as we continue on but i want to get your opinion what do you think the imdb rating for leprechaun 2 is is this out of 10 out of 10 2.8 4.6 what i know right okay However, uh, the Rotten Tomato score it, fourteen. Hey, you're you're way too high. six oh. percent. However, what do you think the audience score is? Eighteen. Twenty-eight. Okay, I can I can see that. Even even bad. There's probably plenty of people that saw this as a kid and had nostalgic feelings. Kind of. Oh, I I, I like the way. I mean, let's give it credit. Bringing him back with the Irish whiskey. That's what's happening right now. That's how the leprechaun pops out again. Oh, we're going to talk about this in just just a couple of moments uh, about the inconsistencies of the, of this film. Uh, how, how, however, Irish whiskey. If you're going to be brought back from the you know the dead, you know that's a yeah. pretty good way to Hell do it. Yeah, uh, Tony approves. Metacritic, which we generally say is the worst aggregate, uh, has it as a seventeen percent. Uh, you know, at broken clocks, right twice a day. Amazon Prime Video, 4.3 out of 5. I found that really, really suspect. And then I looked to see how many people had actually rated it. And boy, it is low. So there's some really dedicated Leprechaun 2 fans out there giving this uh, much higher ratings than it probably deserves. Google users, which we usually champion as being the, the most accurate, what do you oh, think they have it at? 67. They 77%. Still, see, they, they always skew high. He's ripping a man's gold tooth out. Poor A poor unhoused person who's camping out in the woods, stole his liquor, then rips out his teeth. <laughs> what a dick. What a dick. What a dick indeed. However, the, the one aggregate that we generally put the most weight behind, and that being the Rant Army review. In the Facebook group, we give you two options. Leprechaun 2, good. Leprechaun 2, bad. What do you think our listening I'm audience gave us to? too high because I think some people might have wanted us or thought that we wanted them to say good. So I'm going to say 60. 
81%. And I think it's high because some people are just looking at it and being like, oh, okay, well, they want, they're doing that. They want us to like it. And there's a few honest people out there. Listen, I, under the right... I bet this is Scott's favorite sequel. <laughs> I actually have no idea what, how Scott feels about the Leprechaun movies. I, knew, I do know he loves Le- um, Warwick Davis. Okay. But I, I can't speak to which Leprechaun film is the one that fills him with the most uh, enjoyment. That being said... I do think that under the right circumstances, like if you're watching this with friends and you're goofing on it, this yeah. is probably an enjoyable movie. But as a pure cinematic experience, you're not going to get a lot out of Leprechaun no. 2. At least not the level that you're going to get out of like part one, three, four, and then even the first in the hood movie or the, the newest Leprechaun movie, which I thought I'll, was pretty I'll good. I'll say, I guess both Leprechaun kind of, because. Back to the Hood also really sucks on this kind of level. Because, boy, Leprechaun in the Hood was hilarious. Oh, it's great. I would say it's probably uh, top top four, top oh, five. Oh, easily, yeah. But, uh, like, Back to the Hood was boring and uninspired, just kind of like this was. Going through the motions, and that's kind of how I feel about this one, which is sad because it's the second movie in the series. You, you yeah, would think that they wait would... Wait until you get way further. Like, <laughs> they go balls out in, like, three... And then four is just like so sexy with him trying to get that and, space poon. And I can't remember. I can't remember what the budget is for four, but it, it it has to be either comparable or even lower. Yet they do so much more with the money. You have a giant little person attacking that, that. That you do. You have you have fucking uh, cyborgs and robots and all kinds of incredible, interesting things in that movie. And will we get out of this one? Uh, go karts, uh, a hearse, the um, safe. I mean, yeah. get, get that one. Tony Cox cameo. There's really not a lot to to talk yeah. about. Well, there there is one very spectacular moment, and it'll come up a little later on. We'll talk to, about it as we continue on. Uh, on Stank Dick Eddie's titty tally, we have one set of exposed breasts. Spoiler alert, man, they're nice, but they're a stunt double. And that's the oh. moment I was getting ready to talk about. And it's it's coming up a little later in the film. And uh, we'll probably drop what we're doing to... to Masturbate. To, I mean, uh, talk about it. I mean, my pants are already off. I, mean, I don't have the fly of my uh, boxers undone yet. But, <laughs> I mean, it's one button away from happening, yeah. guys. Um, on Fat Tony's hit list, we have... Five. Five. So... Not super high, but not they, super low. Never super. They, he, he's kind of like the the top of the B tier Freddy. Four or five a movie. It's not like he goes on huge killings. Well, sprees. I was gonna say like, what do you? What would you say is the perfect number of victims for a leprechaun movie? Well, uh, a leprechaun about five or six, to be honest. Because like, and same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street. Because you have the killer with personality. If you have like a fucking killer machine, like uh, Jason Voorhees. Then you know you want like you know twenty or thirty, but you know with, when they're playing with them, they're having fun. Five or six is fine. And we'll we'll call out the the kills, I guess, as we go along, or we won't because yeah. we're not paying attention to the movie. No, not really. But if you would be so kind, Fat Tony, would you read the synopsis for Leprechaun Two? A leprechaun, Warwick Davis, surfaces in Los Angeles to claim a bride. As his previous object of affection was denied to him a thousand years before in Ireland, he kidnaps teenager Bridget, Siobhan Durkin, 
grotesquely murdering anyone who gets in his way. It falls to Bridget's boyfriend, Cody, Charlie Heath, to rescue her. Cody enlists the aid of his perpetually tipsy uncle, Morty Sandy Barron, and uh, who decides to go after the homicidal leprechaun's pot of gold. Not ever a smart move. That not ever a smart move was my add-on at the end. Just let the man has a, have his fucking gold. So, right off the bat, this contradicts the events of the first films in term of the time frame. So, is this a mistake, or is the leprechaun in this movie a completely different leprechaun? This is a multiverse of madness kind of situation. It's the same leprechaun in a different timeline. I don't know. I just think they didn't think about it and said, fuck it, this is what we're going to do. I think it's uh, lazy writing. Okay. If it is a different leprechaun, why do they look and sound exactly alike? Because uh, you're a racist. <laughs> All leprechauns look the same. No, I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be the original, and I think we're just not supposed to think about the original. Um, I literally want you to read what I have wrote here in my in my notes. Uh, if it actually looks and sounds alike, am I just a racist against Leprechaun? See, he knew he was being racist. Yes. Oh, I love he rips the guy's finger off. That is kind of funny. And the guy's, oh, oh, reaction. See, this, this, maybe it is, maybe all Leprechauns do look alike, and we are racist against Leprechauns, because this Leprechaun is taking all the gold that's not his. Leprechaun from the original... He only wanted his shit. I mean, he didn't care if he had to cut through a special needs person's stomach to get to it. But he he didn't steal random bits of gold throughout the movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I just think that like if you're if you're going to do a sequel, uh, maybe because of just the time frame of it being such a quick turnaround from the first one, and it being fresh in people's mind, but at the same time being distance enough to where they're not worried about the possibility of people dwelling upon the continuity yeah. that they thought they could get away with it. But eh. what, what they could have done is they still have the whole backstory in Ireland, you know, pop a little scene in where the guy from the first one steals the goal, which that's going to come up later in our conversation. But, um, and then, like, have him come from where he was, you know, fuck you, Lucky Charms, one of the greatest lines ever. Uh, when he comes out of that, then have him be like, hey, I need some poon, I'm going to Vegas. Or no, if this is Los Angeles, Vegas is three. That is part three. I wish we were watching part oh, that's three. so good. In the first movie, however, it's stated that a leprechaun can only be killed by a four-leaf clover. However, in this one, they add wrought iron as a way to kill it. So I asked you to come up with what you think would be some other interesting ways to add to the leprechaun lexicon of how you can dispatch of them. Well, I know my first, I'm pulling up my notes, but I know my first one is you lock them in an iron cage, which is not because 
of how they say wrought iron affects them, it's because it keeps an Irishman away from alcohol and the DTs and alcohol withdrawal will kill him, just like they would kill any Irishman. So he'd basically shake himself yes. in this. <laughs> then you force speed them lucky charms. They're unable to resist. You've seen the commercials. He's always wanting his lucky charms. You force speed it to him and either diabetes or an exploded colon will kill him. So that might be and, uh, a, that or, might be a time const- uh Yeah, it's consuming. Like you have to really put in the work. But uh, and the most obvious kryptonite to any leprechaun, uh, non-alcoholic beer. Oh, oh wow! That's that, how you I mean, do it. I mean, that's that's the the yeah, leading the, kill any Irishman. Yeah, that's how John Belushi died. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it was in that movie. Um, <laughs> Oh, fuck that. Oh, my God. I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, was it called Wired? Wow, something. Something like that. Yeah, it, it's a movie. Uh, Dan Aykroyd had Michael Chiklis fired off of a movie set they were on because he he plays uh, John Belushi. And Dan Aykroyd did not like that and had him fired. Well, you know what? Good for Dan Aykroyd. That's I, I, it, buddy. My, Michael Chiklis is, is, a, is a fine, fine actor, but he's no John Belushi. No. So I, I wrote down some, and I went into a different direction. Um, and I'm thinking, like, usually, if a leprechaun is probably going to die, it's probably not going to be uh, something that he has planned. So my first way that you can kill a leprechaun is autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> the old David Carradine. Um, listen, uh, oh, actually, we're uh, we're coming up on something really special right here. Yeah, we are. Body doubles. What was the first time you realized that body doubles were a thing in movies? Uh, I was fairly young, and it was just some like fairly low budget throwaway comedy. But like the the whatever actress gets naked is in a bikini at one point, and it's the regular actress who is fairly pale, and then they cut to a shot of the titties that would almost me now in like a parody movie. Because the tan was so much deeper than the actual <laughs> actress. I'm like, that's not right. You know, it didn't stop. I mean, I thought that while my hand was still moving. But uh, and that's when I realized, hey, see, it's kind of like that. Look. Well, right? yeah, Siobhan Durkins does not have tits as big as, no, the, as her. No, uh, skin double. tone is darker. Hell, it might have been this fucking movie. No, because it's a bikini. I definitely remember that. And this now is, I suspect anytime you don't see, I mean, it's probably true, anytime you don't see a face. This is the closest thing we come to a great kill in this movie. No, there's the other one. I mean, this is a good one, but there's there's one more they put some effort in. If you're if so, you're going to trick somebody into sticking their face into a lawnmower. I mean, he gets to go to Valhalla. <laughs> you have to die in battle or think you're sick in your face and titty. If you die thinking you're, you know, getting tit. You know, they, 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 they still, they still played it kind of safe. Yeah. Just see the blood splatter in but, the shadow. But the setup is so good. Yeah. Great setup. I'll give you that. All right. Back to ways that you can kill okay. a, uh, a leprechaun. Um, so I'm thinking that like there is the possibility that uh, a leprechaun could become a leprechaun, like, like a convict and be, you know, rape to but, death in the showers. Well, I have anal trauma. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I, I was going to write rape to death by a bear, but um, that would kill anything. What you don't know is that leprechauns and bears are are there's like they they have they share pheromone, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> they get they get turned on at the at the, the smell of each other. 
Um, my final one, and, and I don't know this, but I'm just I'm going to say it, but just because I I like to think that even even the most uh, evil of us could still potential have some kind of code of honor. But um, I'm going to say uh, uh, ceremonial seppuku to restore his honor. There you go. And if those of you who don't know, that's uh, a Japanese uh, means of suicide where you take a sword and cut out your own intestines. Like a boss. Yeah. And they would do it with a, a sword made of wrought iron. So it all turns. There you go. Turns back it together. Works. Uh, comedy aside, it's not the same. If it's this is not the same leprechaun, um, the obvious question comes up like, and I already know the answer to this, but we'll ask you for the sake of asking, should they have uh, recast the role? I mean, if it's not supposed to be, yeah, but like fucking Warwick Davis is the only thing good about this. Warwick Davis always seems like he's having a blast doing these. I, I, I hey, agree. That's, that's that's honestly saying something because I'm sure that makeup's a bitch. Oh, he whatever he got paid for this, I'm sure he earned every penny of yeah. it. Do you think that maybe they should have gone in a completely different direction of in terms of the way he looked if it's not supposed to be the same leprechaun? Yeah, that's. <sighs> Asphyxiation. You, you beat me to it. See, like, if he can't get off, he wants to see somebody else get yeah, off because yeah. he's a voyeur. Yes. And he the, wants to sit in the cup chair and he, watch them. He likes to choke himself while he watches other people. <laughs> so he's he's also he's a cuck, but he's also an erotic asphyxiating cuck, which is that's very dangerous because if they're if they're getting off, there's no one to spot him. That's how Mother Teresa died. And the, verifiable proof. I read that in Newsweek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, that's a uh, Jason Voorhees style uh, setup. Body setup. Yeah. yeah, and he's a little person. So there's that. Well, he has magic, I guess. Yeah. I just always like picturing all the scenes. Of Jason just setting up the bodies, like, you know, taking Crispin Glover and nailing him to the door frame, <laughs> getting his arts and craft in. And they need to, they're, okay, the, uh, lots of the cases has come down, they're, they're in the works for future movies. Just do one scene of that, just one. You kind of got that in the opening montage of, like, the remake where he puts the chick over the fire, but that's still how to kill a victim. I want him setting up a dead body. Zombie Jason doing it too. I don't want living Jason. And uh, while he's nailing, as you said, uh, Crispin Glover to the door, the visible erection. The, well, oh. the, the leprechaun is in the background, <laughs> choking uh, himself. Yeah, choking himself because of he's finding sexual pleasure and seeing such a horrible thing happening. And here we have uh, our protagonist end, yeah. end up with a piece of the leprechaun's gold. This this one little little detail throws everything into disarray. You know, leprechauns were Nazi sympathizers, so they could get a, get a hold of that Nazi gold. That's that's, that's in history book. That's definitely a direction you could have went with a sequel. <laughs> yeah, um, and man, that's not even my sequel or prequel <laughs> idea. You know? Oh, we'll have that coming up. Yeah. Um, so Warwick Davis, we have as the Leprechaun. Uh, he's, Stop. Uh, Schindler's List, but with leprechauns. Okay. Oh my god, that's done. dark. I'm done. I'm sorry. Hashtag canceled. Are are the leprechauns? <laughs> no, it's Warwick Davis, colorized, full camp like these movies in a shot for shot. Uh, the original movie digitally added. I'm saying are. are are the leprechauns the ones on Schindler's list, or no, or they are, they're, they're the Nazis? They are hanging out with Ray Fiennes. 
Jesus Christ. Rafe Fines. Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. He's on um, Epstein's uh, logs. Well, he had to get in the character as Voldemort. <laughs> I mean, you, sometimes you got to crack a dang to make an op. Yeah. Do, do you do you see do you see what happens when you allow people to make Harry Potter movies? Do you see what happens, Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that turf. So Warwick is best known for a couple of things: uh, Willow in the the Willow series. And I the, like the new series, and he's really good. Well, the movie originally, yeah, and the, the, original. the new series, but he was also Wicket, the uh, Ewok from Why Empire Strikes Back. The best part, the best part of the best Star Wars movie. No, no, that's Jar Jar Banks and Phantom Menace. Uh, right. Get fucked. <laughs> get fucked. Um. And then the the other big one is oddly enough it's the leprechaun. So he has he, kind of this, he made this role. His it's like you know with the new leprechaun and the the couple that made sense his, his leaving the series. It's like when Jackie Earl Haley did Freddy, and I I'm one of the few people I like the remake. I like his performance was so nasty, but you know it doesn't matter. He's not Robert England. Like the leprechaun is Warwick Davis. It is. It's so hard to think about anybody else in the role that I mean, he's so synonymous with it. So my, I guess my question is like, of his prominent roles, like, what? I mean, what's the defining one? Like, if you're going to chisel his, me, his greatest role on his tombstone, which which of it is he? Going I grew to be? up, man. I got to. I remember going to see Willow in theaters and being just blown the fuck away. Like I like I know it was like it was a kind of a flop. It was critically plant panned, but like I was at the perfect age that this was the greatest fucking epic I'd ever seen in the theater. Uh, no means no. Learn about consent, Leprechaun. He's well. He's hashtag a no- her too. He's a Nazi. Evidently, he's a Nazi. So yeah. I mean, they they didn't ask for to invade for permission to invade Poland, and he's <laughs> and he's not in asking for a, a, an invitation to invade her vagina. But uh, no, like, um, yeah, so I want to say Willow, but honestly, probably so many of y'all Star Wars fucking nerds. Like, that's what, you know, if, when he passes, I, I dread it, but like, there'll be so many Star Wars. Oh, he was the Wicked, or he was. But Willow would be my go to. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I love the original Willow, but he's the leprechaun to me. Yeah. I mean,. Close runner up. I mean, he played the role six times. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's some Robert England level dedication yeah. to a character. Uh, and he didn't come back for uh, Leprechaun Returns because he, I guess he felt he was too old to play the role. I disagree. But yeah, I mean, that's certain- all. I'll just watch the new Willow series. He seems fine. You know, that's certainly his prerogative to turn down roles. And these, whatever they paid him, they didn't pay him enough. No, I can unequivocally say that, like, whatever these movies made, like, it, it's all on his back. One hundred percent. He should have had over half of the gross product of these movies. Yeah, what whatever merchandise that has been made, uh, he should get one hundred percent of the profits. I want one of those uh, leprechaun uh, vibrating. Uh, Pulsating dildos. That'd be hot. I, if only Spencer's gifts were still around. Uh, I'm sure they still are. You can go to Johnson City. Oh my God. Yep. Well, there you go. Uh, Warwick Davis. Uh, we're we're gonna wrap up shop here. We're gonna go buy some uh, vibrating uh, leprechaun butthole dildos it. and uh, and whatever. One good thing. Another reason. Sorry, real quickly. Another reason why he's so good in this role especially as a menacing monster, 
is Warwick Davis does, and I'm, I hate to say it like this, he's got normal-sized hands on a little person's body. So he's got the range of motion with the claws and the menacingness. And that's also why he's good in Willow, you know, with, like, the magic and stuff, because he's got those larger-than-normal-for-his-frame hands. Yeah, and his dick is enormous, I bet. I mean, it, it, yes. He's, he's, he's a tripod. <laughs> they have to see, the, like, the, the budgets of his movies, they have to CGI it. It out. out, yeah, the yeah. bulge at least. Yeah, back back when they shot Willow, I mean, they they spent uh, they sent uh, Drew Struzan. Oh, every, Laura Dannon was just his dick and makeup. Yeah, it's like shot <laughs> every shot. They had Drew Struzan uh, individually draw every frame of his penis out of the shot. Um, Academy Award winning work, but uh, they weren't going to nominate uh, you know Dick Hyder uh, for the Academy Awards. Oh yeah, lick that cunt. <laughs> oh god. I forgot how gooey that was. <laughs> oh, that's funny. There's there's moments of this movie that are good. Now, one of the, the my favorite things that I've done previously on the podcast was, you know, with these leprechaun movies is coming up with just f- fun ideas for like sequels that could have existed but haven't. So I thought I would add Fat Tony's fucked up sensibilities to this, and we'll come up with a. He said that list. I gave you a real answer. I, oh no! I made I made I made a I made the the other one. I yeah. have I have a real answer as well, but most of mine are jokes. Um, with that being said, I want to hear your best pitches for a Leprechaun sequel, prequel, remake. Like, okay. what do you? Got? I want to go back to the Leprechaun from the original Leprechaun. The guy comes back from Ireland all happy. He's rich. He's got the gold. I want to see his trip. He's there for a funeral. Let's say he's there for a funeral. We're going to see the leprechaun story told from the outside perspective. Other people in town, somebody's found his gold and fucked with it, and they're getting picked off. And, you know, he's helping, like, it's say somebody in his family member. He's like, you've got to believe me. There's this leprechaun. He's like, okay, I'll help you. And they go on this big adventure, you know, getting murdered and slaughtered to catch the leprechaun. And at the end... That man will sacrifice a family member to capture the leprechaun and take the gold for himself, leading to the events of the original. Oh. But you gotta you gotta have a complete credit. Like he's likable, he wants to help, but the greed will overtake him that he'll let like a beloved family or somebody he's friends with die sort of it's, to get the gold. So it's kind of a Schmeagle yeah, becoming like, golem yeah. kind of moment. And and yes, that that's my pitch. For a prequel. All right, here's my serious one, and I, I couldn't come up with a title. I mean, I literally looked for like for terms that I could like make some kind of ridiculous pun or something to jump off from, and I couldn't come up with one. But I think that the the idea of this is at the very least strong enough if they would have been willing to invest enough money, and that'd probably be the holdup for this and being a low budget film. But you put the leprechaun on a pirate ship. And you have him oh, that's awesome. doing shenanigans because their ultimate goal is going to be the same, to get treasure. Here's how you bypass the money. You like, rent a ship for a day, have them dock on an island, like a pirate town in an island. And then the shenanigans can take place and just dress up set so you don't have to be out at sea. The leprechauns are notoriously fond of docking, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're definitely uncut. <laughs> Like his foreskin is as long as his erect penis, yeah, like which we've a, already established is again. enormous. Enormous, like he, 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 that's how they mate. He's gonna envelop her body in his foreskin. Oh, it's like, like a, a snake. Yeah, 
and like fill it with semen. Anyway, <laughs> leprechaun semen is viscous. It stinks. Um, but it's really good for the skin. Yeah, oh, I mean, she she comes out looking like like rejuvenated, like a million bucks. <laughs> it's like a Jane Seymour uh, <laughs> rejuvenation commercial. You know, three o'clock in the morning. All right, I have several pitches. Um, uh, most of them are just bad puns. So you've seen the movie, uh, the the infamous movie where Nicolas Cage is on a plane, and you've got uh, uh, all these assorted do-no-gooders, uh, do and uh, it's called Con Air. <laughs> you take that idea, you add the leprechaun in there, leprechaun air, it writes itself. Also, leprechaun 69, get lucky. I had to get the get lucky in case you have one about get lucky. It's it's a porno remake. Oh, oh we're, we're, we're save, saving those. Save, save, save your porno remakes. Uh, I have Leprechaun, where Dr. Sam Beckett leaps back to medieval Ireland and inhabits the body of a leprechaun. <laughs> okay, I just thought of one. You put the leprechaun in the South Park uni- universe, and him and Eric Cartman are trying to take Kyle's bag of uh, Jew gold. gold. Uh, oh. South Park, I'll the take leprechauning. Fat the Tony, leprechaun. Fat Tony will take his check now, Trey Parker. Yes. Oh, my God. No, I'd take an autograph and let him have it. Yeah, I'm heavy. I have, I have one final one. It's called Leprechop, and it's a... <laughs> It's a buddy cop movie, and um, it's basically Lethal Weapon, but um, you you throw the Leprechaun in there, and uh, like, just as like Murtaugh, you, or you, Riggs. I mean, well, you've got uh, Danny Glover reprising his role, and he's too old for this shit of this yeah. Leprechaun, you know, and his shenanigans. There we have the Rod yeah, Iron. They, they did one uh, earlier with the poker. We totally weren't paying attention because fuck this movie. It's more fun to drink and make fun of it. Absolutely agree. Um, our you know, other you know, pitches aside, would would the jo- especially the jokey ones, but like would have any of the movies that you and I have pitched been better ideas for a sequel than what we actually got with this movie? Leprechaun would have been a better idea than the fucking this, <laughs> and that's a joke. I like my little prequel, they, and it would have made sense and kept it everything in the same continuity. You could have had, you know. You might, you probably would have had to recast that actor because it was a couple years. But you know, have have a guy a little bit younger in that role so he could do some action sequences in Ireland, go in there for a funeral, and film it in Canada in a forest and call it Ireland. I'm sure that's what they did here. But uh, well, some you know, of this movie is actually in L.A. Well, I mean L.A., but it's not in the, the Ireland scenes. The, yeah, if we're not in Ireland. No, I think the those, Ireland that scenes were like off Mulholland Drive and like the forest or something off the mountain. Yep, and uh, just about uh, forty feet away from Naomi Watts, uh, masturbating, masturbating crying. crying. Thank you, David Lynch. Thank, we can never say it enough. Yeah, he's he he uh, he taught me how to scold a child and how to love a woman. <laughs> I watched him make love to my hair. He tied me up and made love to my wife. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. To Bill Brasky. David Lynch. To David Lynch. I got a little quarter shot. I'm not trying to get fucked up today, but I do like, you know, getting a little buzz on this. Honestly, I think, honestly, my prequel pitch... I think that would have been that would have been absolutely perfectly fine part two. My idea of a leprechaun on a pirate ship. Oh, that's that, amazing. That's a three or four though. Yes, you have to do that later in the series when you've exhausted some of your ideas. But 
That, that would have been the proper four and then bump space to five. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's Tony Cox, by the way. Hey. Uh, I'm not, be, oh, she'll be chewing blubber when I free Willie. I'm not sure if Tony Cox was the stunt double for the Leprechaun in this movie, but he absolutely he was. was in the first one. Holy shit. But, you know, he gets a, a full-on acting role in this. And I, I love that he's uh, trying to piss at this urinal and it's like face high. <laughs> oh, but no, I always, my favorite thing Tony Cox ever did was uh, me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> so it, it's sort of uh, interesting to see so many little people it, in a film. Man, there is a little person wrestling thing coming to Kingsport and it's everything I can do not to run a Godzilla suit and just run up in there and get my ass beaten. But totally for a great joke, and I'd love it. Well, uh, we actually have here, uh, right down the road from the Black Lodge, Micro Championship Wrestling has a permanent residency in Pigeon Forge, and evidently they draw a fairly good Why crowds. haven't we ever gone? I don't know. Fuck, let's, why do you hate me? I don't know. Why Why are we watching Leprechaun 2? Let's, <laughs> let's drunk drive to the fucking... <laughs> we'll call an Uber so we're not breaking the law. Just, no, I want to break... Just kidding. We're going to break Drive drunk, yes, I'm gonna, it's cool. I'm going to take a gun. <laughs> uh, he uh, says jokingly. Uh, like, it's weird. It's so weird. There's there's these scenes where, like, he'll just bust in and kill everybody. And then he's like, you know, just having a chit-chat. We're going to talk reasonably. I mean, I, I hate to equate this to, to like, great cinema, but this is this is straight out of a spaghetti western. This the the idea of this scene, not the actual content, uh, yeah, but no, the this idea. This is like a good, the bad, the ugly kind of thing, you know, where they're all Lee Van Cleef, uh, fucking Clint Eastwood. And I can't remember the. Other oh guys. my god! You're if gonna you, shoot, shoot! Don't if, talk. Uh, if you hadn't told the me the ugly. Oh my god! I can't think of his fucking name. The best line in any western ever. Bam! If you're gonna shoot, shoot! Don't talk. It's right up there with I'm your Huckleberry. You're going to do something, stand there and bleed all day, which yeah. I tell that to Sarah every time. But now, not now. But the uh, well, the my personal favorite line, uh, I think, will will trump even that. And that's bitches leave. Oh, no, I'm talking about in a Western. Yeah, bitches Ro- leave. Robocop, Robocop is a neo Western, if you ask me. And, yeah, kind of. And um, they need to have him say that in the ni- that '90s show as Red Foreman. He needs to just go down the basement and say, "Bitches leave." Yet again, and then backhand his granddaughter. Yet again, uh, Fat Tony will take his check now. Netflix. Exactly. Like I'm just. All right, Leprechaun Two was written by a uh, a duo by the name of Turi Meyer and Alfredo, and I'm going to mispronounce this Sepatine. They they also wrote the Carrot Top movie Chairman of the Board. So you wow, so you know that they're quality writers. Uh, they wrote the worst Candyman movie Part Three. Oh, however, God. they have done oh. they have wrote a movie that I do genuinely like, like and that's uh, Wrong Turn Two. Wrong Turn 2 is fucking amazing. I like but Wrong we're Turn. Gonna, I'm going to give that to Joe Lynch taking the script and improving it. I'm going to pretend he just did his own thing. That well, they just give the backbones because Joe Lynch is the man. May Joe Lynch uh, be blessed with a beautiful masculine child that he can mold into the next generation of great filmmakers. Or feminine. We're not, we're not sexist, but, you know, let's be real. Guys are going to win. <laughs> He's also welcome to sleep with any, any of my stepdaughters. 
And he's still young enough to get them pregnant. I think that this is how it happens. <laughs> Prophecy fulfilled, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The chosen one approaches. <laughs> That's the real golden child. Fuck you, Eddie Murphy. Uh, the, these uh, these two guys, they also did a bunch of WB and CW shows like Smallville, Vampire Diaries, and Stargirl. We'll absolutely hold that against them because that's all garbage. You know, I watched... No, no, no let, me, let me preface this. I was blind, stinking drunk, and I started watching Stargirl. I'm like, hey, this isn't bad. I sloughed it off, sobered up. Blah, blah. Okay, I'll watch episode three now because I watched the first two. Oh my God! I I almost quit drinking, folks. Drunk Tony almost hung up his spurs for good. Now that's that, that's really telling. Yeah, because I'm naturally an optimist. I like liking things, especially when you can take into consideration. And I don't know if you're aware of this, that this movie actually won a Fang a Fangoria Chainsaw Award in 1994. Do you know what award they won? Worst movie? Worst horror film yeah. in 1994. Set the horror Razzies. <laughs> um, as prestigious of an award as that is, um, we have to share some of the, you know, the You gotta positives. love a drunk little person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 leprechaun. But we, we, you can't entirely put the positives and the negatives on the writers. We'll also share that with the director, Actors. who's by the name of Rodman Flender. He also directed 1991's The Unborn. He did Idle Hands, which a lot of people... Idle Hands, I like. It's which okay. Is, it's which fun. is decent. I mean, you have... Uh, what's her name? At the Jessica Alba. Alba. She's looking she pretty good. Fucking fine in that movie. Most importantly, uh, the season five episode of Tales from the Crypt called Food for Thought, which stars Ernie Hudson, who was in Ghostbusters. You just got busted. Uh, Mr. Flinder uh, has also had a pretty successful career as a producer. I'd actually say a probably more successful career as a producer. He produced Strip to Kill 2, Live Girls. That's a great one. The Terror Within, Body Chemistry. I think I've seen that. Body Chemistry, I know I've seen. Watchers 2. Oh, God. That's and horrible. his most popular movie, In the Heat of Passion. So basically, he's made a career in horror and softcore pornography. So you tipped your cap a little Adult bit. Adult erotica, okay? It's not pornography. There's plots to those movies. That's why I said softcore. Um, but uh, you tipped your hat a little bit, but we'll, re- we'll revisit it. Pitch me a softcore version of Leprechaun. Okay, you have Leprechaun 69. Get lucky. Leprechaun back to the poon. Mm. Uh, Lepre- what was the other one? I didn't. There was a couple. I thought of these in the way up here. I didn't write them down. Uh, Leprechaun, but that's the hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the triple X version. Leprechaun, and uh, man, I even had a good Leprechaun two one, but I can't remember it right <laughs> Re-entry. now. <laughs> uh, the gaping. <laughs> the gaping. No, but uh, so sweet. Um, I have a couple. Uh, I have Fifty Shades of Green. <laughs> um, it's dumb, but uh, oh, I didn't take it exists. Yeah, I should have done that. It's, it's the exi- it's the existing movie, like shot for shot. Yeah, but the the main character is Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun, <laughs> and still Dakota Johnson. Yeah, and he just drops load on her enormous forehead. <laughs> just I mean, just load after load, and she loves it. I mean, uh, romance. As she would in real life. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. A little late. A little late, but uh, you know, love love is a perpetual thing. Speaking of love, this leprechaun he's having a he's having a pretty rough time right now because he's he's sobering up with a good uh, pint of pint of well a whole bunch of coffees. Oh. And th- do you know 
this right here, this is Michael McDonald, not the the singer yeah. for the Doobie Boys, but he is the only character in history to have been killed by both Mike Myers, Michael Myers, and oh, yeah. the Hall- Leprechaun. Halloween Kills. He was uh, and Little John or Big John. And he was the steamroll gun. Yes, yeah. but, but uh, he also gets killed by the Leprechaun He's right here. He's Little John. Because the other guy, I just remember because their sizes were inverted. And he'd go, Big John, Little John. Yeah, well, you you don't know what he's packing. That's where the Little big- John, yeah, Big John's packing like 10 inches of hog meat. <laughs> little John, he, he's a grower, not a shower. It's like five and a half. It's respectful. It's a little skinnier than he'd like. It's, but he's a power bottom anyway, so it doesn't thick. matter. It's thick. Big John is a, is a top. <laughs> big John is not a switch. <laughs> Well, Speaking there- of great gay love scenes, I just have to give a shout out to the third episode of The Last of Us for making an amazing uh, homosexual romantic thing truly beautiful, but also haunting me with the image of a hairy uh, Nick Offerman Nick Offerman making out with another hairy gay gentleman. But it was I I cried you've, because you've never felt love. That I've strong. never felt true love like. <laughs> You know, maybe I, I guess true love can only exist between two men because women, you know, lacking the Y chromosome. Uh, this is this. Uh, I do like the performance of his Kelly. He he went for it. This is this was pre. No, was this pre Man TV? This, this is this is as Man TV right as Man TV's hitting. Yeah, just like Jennifer Aniston got hit right before Friends. Uh, we're going to talk about Jennifer Aniston here in just just a moment. Talk about her body. No, I'm just playing. Oh, let's do that button I was talking about on my. Oh my underoos! <laughs> it's, it's off. It's off. Um, so I, my my separate uh, my second is it's sort of right in the line of uh, softcore, uh, going a little more. It's not quite leprechaunt, but I have, <laughs> I have leprechaun. Um, nothing but good luck down there, babies. Um, let's talk about our principal cast. Uh, we have we touched on them because they're they're pretty forgettable for the most part. We have Charlie Heath uh, playing the role of Cody. You may have seen him in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. He was in Lush Life with Jeff Goldblum, who was in The Fly with Gina Davis, who was in Quick Change with Bill Murray, who was in Ghostbusters. You just got busted again. And other than that, it's, you know, mostly television work. He was in shows like Blossom, Picket Fences, Party 5, 90210. He has that generic early 90s face. You know, he just... He longish hair, but not actually long hair. He could just fill in for anybody. He he look he does look like any number of sitcom nineties white boy. Yeah, like a Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, that, that kind of. Don't let my wife hear you talking shit on JTT, man. She she she'll cut a bit. Well, that, was she, her, that was her that was her dream man back in the day. Well, she shouldn't listen to the other podcast, Wrestling Ruined, <laughs> where I have repeatedly wished death upon Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Um, our female lead joining oh, Cody. Oh, uh, fuck you, Travis. Yeah, by the way, yeah, fuck you, Travis. Um, joining Cody, we have our female lead. We have Siobhan Durkin. Number one, Siobhan Durkin. If you if you go and you join the Film Actors Guild, uh, you are given the chance and the opportunity to change your name. I don't know if that's a name she chose or if she was born with that, but is that a good or a bad acting that name? That is a bad acting name. I, she had to have been born with that. Like it's our maybe she's trying again. The nineties were like trying to be edgy. It's probably S- Sally Smith or something. 
Well, but I mean, that's that's pretty plain. Durkin Jane. makes me think of Merkin and makes me think of pubic wigs. And Which she would have wore in the porn uh, yeah. uh, parody Leprechaun 2 Leprechaun re-entry. <laughs> to re-entry. There we go. Um, I'm low-key trying to... Uh, <laughs> Damn it! I'm lucky trying to look at uh like Brandon's uh like movie shelf to get any ideas to pop out later, but I the Leprechaun Blob, I don't know. But that, <laughs> that's a prolapsed rectum sequel, yeah. and it is disgusting. Oh man, um, uh, she uh, Siobhan was in Tammy and the T Rex with Denise Richards, who was in Wild Things with Bill Murray, who was in Ghostbusters. You just got busted. A third time. But speaking of Denise Richards, she was reportedly in the running to be cast as Bridget, but lost out to Siobhan. So didn't, Denise has probably not lost any sleep no. of not being in this role. Um, do you think that Denise would have been uh, a better... I mean, she's... Hotter, but, definitely. I hate to do it like that. The Siobhan is very... Super generic, this, almost truly forgettable. This may be the one time where you could unequivocally say that Denise Richards is a better actress than <laughs> yes. somebody. That's rare. And I feel bad saying Siobhan is a bad actress, but she's pretty bad. I don't know that she's the girl in like Leprechaun Four bad, but she's she's pretty she's but pretty she's bad. up there. She was. Let's just be honest. We know why she was cast. She blew the director. Yeah. Good for you, she did Mark stuff Flinder or whatever. <laughs> Allegedly, don't sue us. Or, or maybe sue it's, it, man. Maybe That'd it's true. That's publicity. And, and, and <laughs> or give us an interview and tell us how yes. good it was. Hashtag uh, canceled. Her, uh, her, her faking orgasm was her audition, and she's like, "Oh, she's a great actress." <laughs> yeah, going to hell. Yeah, well, no, we'll, we'll le- at least we're going together. Yes. Um. When I was looking through Siobhan's IMDb page, I came across a movie that she had made in 2014 that I, I absolutely have to track this down. It's a movie called Spermicide. Now, let me read the, you the synopsis. Okay. And I want to get, want to get your, your take on this, if this is a movie that I you would set up to straight. <laughs> Glenn, a former sperm doctor and a recently diagnosed sociopath, takes his daughter on a murder spree of his sperm-donated offspring in the dark comedy Spermicide. What the fuck? I need that movie now. We need to, like, rent out a theater and have a screening party. Central Cinema, the ball's in your court. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I recently found out about a movie called L.A. AIDS Jabber that has a, yeah, a, me that. a similar uh, premise or this guy found out he's you know he's contracted AIDS, so basically he's like, well, I'm gonna take out a bunch of people with me, but um, that's that's tawdry. This is just ridiculous. Somebody that like impregnated a bunch of people via uh, what do you call it? There's that real case of that uh, that that doctor, that fertility doctor, who did like over 200 of his patients with instead of donated sperm or husbands donating their sperm, like it was just his sperm. Yeah, no jail time. Good for him. That's terrible. I don't mean that. Um, the, oddly enough, the original plan was to tie part two more directly into the first by having none other than Jennifer Aniston return. She was reportedly offered $25,000 to come back to the role, but she said, hell no, because she was already starting to make that friends money by that oh, point. That friends, like, this is early friends money, but that's still probably more than 25000 in an episode. Uh, 
um, they got up to what ten million an episode or something by, fucking stupid. Yeah, by the end they were they were all making you know millions, a, a ridiculous amount of money. So that's why uh, I'm glad. Like who's the, who's the guy? Um, uh, Chandler Bing. The sarcastic. I'm glad he has like ruined his life with addiction and horrible stuff because he had it too good in his 20s and 30s. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, uh, by the way, we're seeing Morty, whose wish. Yes, is- this is the one nine out of ten kill because they put effort. They put the safe in his gut. It's really poorly done, but it, it's. I like the attempt. The the i the idea of this I mean and, and get credit where credits due the the actor is doing a a fantastic yeah, job oh yeah um we'll actually talk about him in just a moment uh, back to Jennifer Aniston would this movie have benefited from like anchoring itself more to her yes, like character in the first movie absolutely you take out the stupid tree that he's been stuck in a thousand years just haven't come back you know because the whole point of this he wants to get his dick wet. You know, let him get his dick wet with Jennifer Aniston. If they could have got her, it would have been worth it. Uh, another person that supposedly was... I'm sorry, his shillelagh wet. Oh. I've missed that. Hold How your, have I missed that? Hold your pinky up when you say <laughs> yeah. say fancy things like that. Um, another person that was supposedly offered the role of Bridget was none other than horror royalty Heather Langenkamp. Uh, so, uh, obvious question. Is Leprechaun 2 below Heather Langenkamp? Way below. Do you know what she was doing in 94? Probably touched by an angel or something. Like new Nightmare. Some, oh, New Nightmare. Yeah, 94 fucking... Yeah, that was a great fucking So, movie. Uh, she obviously made the right choice in uh, avoiding this movie. Not that it wouldn't have been cool to have seen her, and I think That's she... It's cool to see her in I want to see her in everything, all the time. And and even though, like, she, by this point, I mean, she did not look like a, like a super young actress. She didn't look like she was... You know, old by that point. No, ninety four Heather Langenkamp could get it. So, but I'm just twenty twenty three Heather Langenkamp could get it. But that's more respect. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, she, you could dig her up six months after she's dead, and uh, and it would still be respectful. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, I don't know that like she would have aesthetically fit with no. Code, the actor who plays Cody. It would have been a, maybe. Have you not seen Harold Maude? You know, that's that's a remake I want to see. <laughs> with, uh, with Heather Langenkamp and it's a young man. It's a lot sexier. A lot. Yeah, sexier. the bitch from Harold Maude wasn't. You know, no. But she, man, she could do things with her mouth. That, she like, take out those dentures and like get <laughs> that zummy gummy. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, according to her IMDb page, she was really into felching. <laughs> Man, felt you something that even uh, fucking John Waters says nobody does. Oh, man. And if John Waters says nobody does it. God bless you, John Waters. Man, he's coming to Asheville. I want to go so bad, but I can't afford to take the time. I mean, I have vacation hours, but I'm trying to save them. You know, I've got the time off in March. I don't, it's something to do. You haven't a nasty thing about that, have you? Uh, we're, well, my people on our Facebook uh, group know that what oh, we're, okay. yeah, what we're yeah. doing and I got our, March off. Our, our appearances. I really wanted to get off for fucking. I wanted to get off to John Waters, but no, <laughs> get off for that. But I was like, yeah, I'll I'll take the the podcast. Yeah, we've got yeah. a bunch of uh, appearances coming up, and we hope all of you out there in the Rain Army would, you know, if you're in the 
close vicinity, or if you want to drive, drive across, across your country. I'm not going to have my penis exposed, but I'm going to have it snaked out of my fucking uh, boxer's hole and just, you know, out behind my jeans, If you just so you know. To okay. keep it 100, to keep the Fat Tony's diamond studded fuck hammer. Okay, here's the fucking go-kart. So the leprechaun always finds little, tiny, purpose-built uh, automobiles for him to, to drive... Where does this stand in the terms of like the hierarchy of them? Because he has- I mean, this, I honestly like the Mad Max death machine for little people, but it's it's so dumb in in context of the movie. Like this, this is the vehicle they should have give Warwick Davis's extra character in like Mad Max Fury Road. There should have been like a little go kart going off to the side. Didn't even have to get it. Like, we know by then Warwick Davis was old. Just let him have this driving off the side with some weird headpiece. He could have had the skull mask from the guy from Willow, the general from Willow, driving in a go-kart off to the side safely. Not to interrupt you, but there, but we found ourselves in a, uh, a, in a, a crucial plot point right here where the leprechaun is unable to hurt Cody because he has... The gold. The gold. Um, this is also something that goes against... Totally against. He'd have ripped open that fucking special needs dude. <laughs> he'd have, what the fuck's his name in uh, the Pee Wee movie? Oh, Francis. Fray, he'd have ripped open Francis's fucking guts. And literally does that in Leprechaun yeah, Returns. Try, yeah, he In Leprechaun Returns, he literally rips him apart to get that gold out of his gut. Oh. So, but you know, again, also in part three, you have one turn into a fucking... Let wear Precon. Oh God, yeah, and he's he gets super racist too. The howling too. Wear Precon. There's there's another one. That's that's. I'm a little buzzed right now. I've been taking like little half and quarter shots, not looking to get full blown. Um, the the one of the big plots revolving around the the female character of this movie is that the Leprechaun wants to marry her and presumably, you know, drop hot loads in, inside of her, which is an interesting idea, but I have I have questions. Are there any female leprechauns, or do leprechauns re- reproduce specifically through I think human between women? this and part four, it's human women. Because, I'm sorry, she's just very forgettable. Oh, this the, is, the she, space princess from fucking four could get it. She's she like this is her dolled out at her sexiest and she's I feel I could ask her out in a date and that shows you I don't find her that like I, I don't think she's movie star attractive. No. Uh, no, she's some not. Of, well and some of the nineties affectations are a, a little uh Unbecoming in a in a, in a current lens I as well. I boost myself up though, real quick. I've got bitches way outside of my league before because I'm funny and nice. That's it, guys. You have to be funny and nice. Don't nag them. Nag them when you want rid of. Or <laughs> or you can gaslight them. That's <laughs> yeah, a, that's, yeah. a, that's a really good way to get women out of your league. Don't don't be funny, nice, and charming. You yeah, gaslight them. No, no. To be a be a complete dick. And um, you, live in power, King. And listen, make sure Be top G. <laughs> make make sure to listen to nothing but Nickelback and Jimmy Buffett, and women will respect you. Just kidding, they'll think you are a rapist. They'll know you're a rapist because <laughs> if you listen to nothing but Nickelback and Jimmy Jimmy Buffett, you are a rapist. 
we we've kind of glossed over him, but I want to I want to give credit where credit is due. The best actor, in my opinion, of this movie, uh, the guy playing Morty, who's a who's already uh, dead now, who's dead, it played the role of Sandy yeah, yeah. Sandy Barron. He's he's in the excellent 1978 film Straight Time with Dustin Hoffman. He was in uh, Sid and Nancy with Gary Oldman. Uh, he was in the 1986 Grace Jones vampire flick Vamp. Love that movie. He was Grandpa Munster in 1996's made-for-TV movie, The Monster's Scary Little Christmas. But he's probably best known for his role on Seinfeld as Jack Klumpus. Yep. Jack Klumpus is the antagonist to Jerry Seinfeld's father. Yeah. And his, his most remembered episode is there's an episode where uh, Jerry's dad is being uh, honored by, oh God, what do you call it? The uh, Timeshare Association? Yeah, the Homeowners Association. Homeowners Association. And Jack has this pen that is like an astronaut pen that can write upside down or whatever. And he's very insistent that Jerry take it because Jerry shows like the slightest bit of interest in it. But then Jerry's mom is like, you got to give it back to him because he'll he'll tell everybody that you made him give it to him. And it's just like the most petty nonsense. But this is like the beginning of the rivalry between yep. Jack and Jerry's dad. So if you're a, you're a Seinfeld fan, that's probably the the highlight of his entire career. I mean, that was the biggest skeleton sh- action going on. Sorry, I had to like there are some ideas in this that aren't bad. It's execution. It's not quite uh, Ray Harryhausen levels of uh, no skeleton animation, not. but I mean they they use the the best means of rod puppeting these things, so you can't uh, tell that rod they can puppet. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to stab a skeleton because there's no meat on them. Yeah, if anything, you should have been using a rod to like pry open and pry, separate the bones. Uh, also, uh, a, little, a little more about. Um, our, our actor, Sandy Barron, who played Morty, he also has one of the most random facts I've ever heard about somebody. Uh, he, will be please trivia, he co-wrote the lyrics to the 1971 Lou Rawls song, A Natural Man. What the hell? Yeah, I know. And that just... Yeah, that's just weird and random. No, who knows? He passed away in 2001. Um, I could say a lot of negative about this movie, but I, I think he's... Yeah, he's, he's he's one of the highlights. One of the highlights. Uh, we've actually got some fan questions. Uh, we'll answer as we're getting towards the end of our film here. Thank God. First one, and this is a good one. This comes from Danny... Uh, I'm sorry, Denny Anderson. Fuck, Mary kill. The Leprechaun, Chucky, Annabelle. Fat Tony. Okay, I'm fucking Annabelle. That bitch gets freaky. <laughs> I'm I, I'm marrying the Leprechaun because he's a marrying kind. He's looking to... I'm killing Chucky just because he's not a good domestic partner, as we've seen in uh, Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. He's kind of a dick. So I'm definitely fucking Annabelle, though. That bitch gets freaky in the sheets. Well, I'm going to marry the leprechaun because he's financially stable. Yes, and he's he's romantic. And, I mean, we've seen uh, his uh, the amount of saliva that he's able to produce, so he's going to give you some really good sloppy, toppy. sloppy PJs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if this is racist or not. I apologize if it is, but I think that's called a Slurpee Mick. Is what, is, is, is what that's called. Um, 
I would, I would, uh, I'd fuck Chucky. I mean, I guess fucking him would make sense. Yeah. He probably, he's good in a sack. Yeah. And he's made of plastic, so yeah. you don't need a rubber. He couldn't get me pregnant. He can give he you AIDS. He can give you, pu- he can give you doll AIDS. Doll AIDS. Oh, man. And um, I would kill Annabelle. And the only reason is I don't find her attractive. Chucky, oh. Chucky, sweet little doll Chucky is more sexually attractive than Annabelle. You just mess your My Little Buddy doll that Chucky ruined. That's true. That's true. Um, unless, and this is my caveat, unless Annabelle is the actual Annabelle where it's a Raggedy Ann doll, and then I'm totally fucking that thing. <laughs> I'm fucking it. I'm fucking it till the seams pop. You're fucking it at family events. <laughs> Like so they could see. <laughs> Look at me, Merry Grandma, Christmas, the real man. Mom. Now. <laughs> All right, this uh, this question comes from May Thomas. Which horror villain should the Leprechaun have a crossover versus battle against? I mean, you think Puppet Master, like the, like the puppets from Puppet Master, would be my initial one, but just to change it up. <sighs> Fuck, man. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think B tier. He's not worthy of the big three. Um, he'd get his ass handed. How about... Oh, God. Just to be funny, uh, uh, Victor Crowley from Hatchet. Oh, my God. Have his tree out there in Honey Island Swamp. And they're both trying... Like, Victor Crowley's just killing to kill. But one of the guys on the tour has fucking gold from uh, the Leprechaun, so he's trying to get it, and Victor Crowley keeps killing and interfering, and they have a little clash, Magic versus Brawn. That's who I'm going with. Okay, uh, so my crossover would be the third and final in the Leprechaun and the Hood trilogy, and it would be... uh, Rather than the newest Candyman movie, it would be Candyman 4... But we would have Candyman versus Leprechaun, uh, who ruled the hood, and it, uh, it would be t- it would be a tonal inconsistent bunch of nonsense. But I think that there's there's some uh, really funny unintentional ground to be dug there. What is the inner city killer clown movie from Full Moon? Oh my god, Killjoy. Killjoy and Leprechaun. There's our fucking movie. No. No. I, I want people to go think they're getting a serious horror movie. Yeah. And the Leprechaun is smoking weed. Friend with weed is a friend indeed. I love I died when I heard that. And he doesn't kill that guy. I want I want Tony Todd to be Embarrassed and never want to do another Leprechaun or a Candyman movie. Do you think Tony Todd has enough financial stability to to say no to any paycheck, like movie worthy paycheck? You met him. I don't know. I'm asking this seriously. I'm going to say if they said we give you Candyman right now, Candyman Five, Candyman versus Demonic Toys, Candyman versus Dollman. You really think if the payday's right, he's going to say no? Well, obviously he would want to work with Tim Thomerson. Who wouldn't? He's is he still alive. Yes, I he need, is. I need him to be alive. He's he's uh, he's second rate uh, in terms of our Lord and Savior Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. Yeah, he, but, he's, he's the wish brand Tom Atkins. But to be the wish brand Tom Atkins is still amazing. Yeah, I mean he has more testosterone than it's enough that would kill a normal man. <laughs> 
he exudes it and and Tony Todd is he's he's on that level as well so uh I know that we're getting off the rails in terms of what the question <laughs> is but yeah I want to see a uh, doll man versus candyman now a doll man versus candyman it it ends with them just uh with them, them fucking in a three way with a with a woman, and the, the, they got, they slide into the Trancers universe and hit up Helen Hunt <laughs> from uh, the Trancers movies. Yeah, Helen Hunt. You know Helen where I'm Hunt's going. Cunt. Man, we're just we're all the hell. Okay, yes, they are now. This is this a, this is a kill, isn't it? This um this cartoon. Yeah, the these effects are not terrific. Like it's a literal like what do they call it rotoscope cartoon effect like I don't know. blow him up blown up forget one last question it's we'll, not the only time where David got blown on this set <laughs> <laughs> he got blown while he was getting blown up yeah anyway that was in his contract he's he a really good manager by him not her <laughs> he wanted her to watch look he's at not it. gay but you know he likes the power dynamic yeah. Well, I mean, listen, if you're in the same room with Warwick Davis and he's getting blown, you're going to enjoy that just for yeah. simple for the, for the story. Okay. One last question. This comes from Josh Johnson. What other tiny vehicles should the leprechaun drive that he hasn't already? A unicycle. I want to say like one of those like fancy motorized unicycles through like a crowded city street uh, or, or like a, what's the... Not a unicycle, but you stand on them and lean forward, and the guy who invented them died on one. Like a penny Segway. 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 Oh, penny farthing. <laughs> Segway. Or um, like a dog. Just like a, like a, like a big old, <laughs> like St. Bernard, like Cujo dog. But like all like kind of monstered out. Yeah, we totally stopped. We did not let the credits run. No, this. fuck this. You know, we don't need to. We don't need to. Uh, you know who worked on this movie? Go to IMDb Sad for people it. And who were ashamed. My my uh, answer uh, before we we close up shop on on this episode is I think a little tank. Oh, that'd be good. Like a little tank, and maybe maybe that could be in your uh, Schindler's List remake with the Leprechaun fighting off the Allies. Yeah. Because they're not done collecting the Jew gold from the teeth <laughs> and the corpses. So it's like, there's kind of, it's multiple leprechaun, but they're all play. It's like how they did the Oompa Loompas and uh, Tim Burton's. Uh, with Deep Roy. Yeah, with Deep Roy. They're all Warwick Davis. So then we now know our, every leprechaun movie has been a different leprechaun, except for the Hood movies because they directly reference those. I, yeah, you're right. They're the only true sequels. That's right. Well, Leprechaun, Leprechaun Returns is a direct sequel to the original. Yeah, but it's stupid. And they don't use the... the, the, the you ruined my whole thing with them all looking alike. Uh, they ended enough. with uh, Leprechaun Back to the Hood. I like Leprechaun Returns. A lot better than this Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking... Yeah, no, Leprechaun Returns was a good one. I haven't seen... Origins. Oh, fuck Leprechaun. Is that, that the one with a professional wrestler, Leprechaun? Yeah, that movie does not count. That movie is garbage. And it may be the... Uh, it's definitely the worst movie in the series. And a contender uh, in terms of, like, uh, to be one of the few movies worse than Leprechaun 2. Oh, damn. And then, yeah, final thoughts. This movie's not terrible, but it's, it's definitely forgettable. Uh, it, it, it's honestly, at the, I think at the time when I thought it was acceptable... Was because three and four weren't out yet, the better ones. So I'm just like, I'll take what I, you know, we we were all piggies at the trough, 
slurping up whatever slop they gave us. We didn't have the others to compare it to. So I didn't, I know I hate it now way more than I did at the time. So that's my final thought on it. Um, and Nick Offerman is, is, seems like he'd be a sweet lover. Sorry, I'm looking right at the uh, uh, Funko Pop I, from Parks and Rec. I literally do have him here <laughs> on the desk here in the Black Lodge. I, I share your sentiments. I think Leprechaun 2 is a, a serviceable sequel, but ultimately forgettable. And uh, what good I can say about it is going to be you know, only in praise that it's not Leprechaun Origins. Hey, there's tits, man. There are tits. There are tits. But there's not body double tits. There but tits. there's still not enough tits. There's in the movie. no swinging Warwick Davis meat. That's what the fans really needed. Especially in the fourth movie where he got really big. But uh, but to be fair, like Brian Trenchard Smith couldn't fit it all in frame. It's true. Yeah, yeah. He, they they, they try. Have those IMAX screens back then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I think it's going to wrap us up for March. Uh, we'll be back in April with a really special episode uh, that we've got something. Uh, I'm doing a lot of research for it myself. Uh, this may be I, the I'm the most pumped. in-depth episode we've ever done, Not you know, so stay tuned for that. Till then, find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. You can subscribe to the podcast on one of the many platforms we're available on, including iTunes and Spotify. So please go give us a sub and give us some positive feedback on there, you know, star ratings, uh, comments, that kinds of stuff. It really helps us in the algorithm. And please stop by our homepage at juicykruger.com and don't forget to buy a mug, a t shirt, or a sticker from our web store at rantarmy.com. Till next month, Rant Army, for Fat Tony, this is Brenner A. Lane signing off. Keep marching.